All right, let's hit the field. All right. Just wanted to talk, that's all. It is March 3rd, and we are 25 days from opening day. But first, we got to get through spring training. Today, the Yankees took on the Detroit Tigers behind Nestor Cortez Jr., who looks to continue working out the kinks as he makes his return in 2024. My recap, your reactions, coming up next. This is NYY Recaps. Welcome to Yankee Stadium. Just when they thought I was out, they pull me back in. (laughs) How's it going, everybody? Welcome back. Welcome back. Hope your weekend is treating you better than the Tigers treated the Yankees this afternoon. Uh, Most of us getting back to work in about 16 hours or so. So enjoy the rest of your Sunday. And if you're not watching live and you're one of these people who listens to the podcast on the subway on the way to work on Monday, I'm sorry, you start work much sooner. I tell you what, though, it's going to be a blast watching Juan Soto this year. Uh, He has never had protection in the lineup like Aaron Judge, and I think he's enjoying it. I uh, didn't do a recap yesterday because my internet was acting up, but I did watch the game. Marcus Stroman looked pretty good. Uh, you know, he's getting late movement. Uh, he's throwing strikes. He's working quickly. He looks confident. He looks healthy. He got off to a really good start last year with the Cubs. So uh, if we can get another good start from him and find a way to manage his health throughout the season, he could be a big, big part of this rotation, bigger part of this rotation than I think a lot of people are anticipating. Uh, not much of a lineup yesterday on the road versus the Royals, uh, but um, today we had a much more representative lineup, except for Alex Verdugo. He had to be scratched because he got hit by a pitch in the leg. He's apparently fine. He did some outfield work, but unable to hit today. They're giving him a couple of days to get better. Hey, you don't know what pain is! But aside from that, we had six potential regulars in the lineup today. Uh, We had uh, the only ones who weren't starting were Verdugo, Volpe, and Glaber. We had Judge. We had Soto. We had LeMahieu. We had Rizzo, Stanton. We had Wells. Um, I'm I'm loving that they're rocking the pinstripes during spring training also. It's something they used to do during the first spring training home game. And in recent years, they're doing it more uh, mixing it in. So I definitely like it. I like the blue also, but I think there's something just better about watching the pinstripes. Uh, 25 days until opening day. Stick around for the end of the show today. I'll keep it somewhat short. Uh, I've got a three and a half minute or so preview of my new podcast, We're the Dudes, filmed in my other studio yesterday. It's out now, and I want to give everybody a little taste. And there's a QR code on the screen that you can scan and check it out. But it looks like the chat is filling up. Right, let's, let's recap. Go. Let's get it going. Jared says this team is pure garbage. Oh, jeez. Oh, little early, my friend. It is March 3rd. We got 25 days uh, till the season starts. Everybody is just kind of, you know, uh, getting their getting in shape, getting their timing down, things like that. Let's let's not overreact. Uh, Nestor Cortez served up a home run in the first inning. Pretty clear to me that it was helped by the wind. You can see Lockridge kind of drifting. It looked like he was kind of drifting with the wind. And everyone in the ballpark, including the announcers, uh, sounded surprised that it carried out. Look, I mean, that's spring training. Wind is a huge factor. Uh, but other than that, 
Uh, Cortez pitched pretty well, and the Yankees bounced right back in the first inning. Another dinger. Another dinger. This one was not helped by the wind. Let's take a look at it. Uh, breaking ball out over the plate, and he just launches it. Uh, it's not a big uppercut swing. It's a you know much more level swing than most home run hitters. He just makes perfect contact, and he's got good bat speed, and he muscles it over the right field wall. I think he's one of those people who just hits the ball nice and clean. Like, he barrels it up, and that's why he gets such good power. Uh, he's got a home run over the left field wall off the scoreboard. He's got one to center field off the batter's eye, and now he's got one to right field. So he's homer to all parts of this ballpark. All he needs is an inside the parker, and he can take the rest of the spring off. But uh, let's hear it for Mr. Juan Soto. Laser show. Laser show. Uh, after the home run, I thought Nestor Cortez bounced back pretty well. Cutter was sharp today. Uh, he threw a couple of good curveballs, a couple of good sliders. Fastball was sitting between 92 and 94. He was spotting it pretty well. Uh, he even dropped down to throw one of those sidearm Laredo-type sliders uh, against Akil Badu and got him swinging on a nasty one. Hashtag vintage nasty Nestor. In the fourth inning, Jeter Downs, the other Jeter at shortstop. And it's funny, you know, both... Jeter Downs and Alex Verdugo were part of that trade for Mookie Betts, and they're both on the Yankees now. But uh, Jeter Downs made an unbelievable play in the hole to throw out Gio Urshela to end the inning. Had to go about five or six steps to his right, and then he threw across his body, and it was right on the money, uh, and got the lightning-fast Gio Urshela. Nice, Pat. Yes. Uh, may or may not have been sarcastic about Geo's speed there. Cortez was done after four innings. I thought he threw the ball very, very well. That's nasty. Nestor Cortez. Four innings, one hit, one run, three strikeouts. And you'll sign up for it at this point, uh, given what he did last year with the injuries and so forth. Um, look. The fact that he looks healthy is more important than anything. The stuff is where it typically is when he is healthy. Uh, getting good break on that cutter there, and then this is the nasty slider. Akil Badu had no chance, not ready for that. Uh, Tigers took the lead off of new lefty uh, that the Yankee off the new lefty the Yankees picked up from the Dodgers. Corbin, or sorry, Caleb Ferguson. Um, he didn't look real sharp, but again, nothing to worry about. Still early in spring. Uh, Soto picked up another hit in the bottom of the sixth, his second hit of the game. He is hitting a cool 667 this spring with a 2.616 OPS. You will take it. He's on fire! He got pinch run for by Greg Allen, who promptly stole second base and then scored on a double by Anthony Rizzo. Rizzo already has seven RBIs this spring. I think he's going to drive in a ton of runs this year if he stays healthy. And Juan Soto also has seven RBIs. Uh, so, you know, look, you don't want to read too much into spring training stats, but you'd much rather these guys be hitting the way they are than slumping. So we will take it. Uh, got a call about Riz the other night. Hey, hey, Derek, this is Thomas Palmer. Uh, calling about Rizzo. 
I'm glad Rizzo hit that grand slam. It was a long time since I could say, nobody beats the Riz. Have a good day. Thank you. Nobody beats the Riz. DJ, Judge, Stanton, and Wells all went hitless today, but as long as they're healthy, I'm unconcerned. Uh, I saw someone comment a minute ago that Stanton looks exactly the same. Again, don't read too much into it. He's still working on a new swing path as well. As spring goes on, hopefully you'll see him uh, you know, progressing and, and hitting the ball harder. But as long as he's healthy, uh, you know, I, I, I have full confidence. He, he didn't do much in 2018 when the Yankees picked him up in spring training and then hit two home runs in his first game. I think he really lets it loose once the season begins. And he's kind of just going through the motions somewhat. In spring training, Tigers opened it up in the eighth off of Marinaccio. He had Marin nothing out today. Mechanics were all out of whack. Two walks, two hits, got nobody out. Tough day at the office, and the Yankees drop their first loss during one of these recaps this year. Mission failed. We'll get them next time. You get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. If you ain't first, you're last. Jared Williams says, that's the Rizzo I want to see. Me too. Me too. And the save situation says, good to see Rizzo back on track. Brandon Dillman says, you think if the Yankees offer Soto $550 million, he turns it down? He probably could get more in free agency, but that's a ton of money to turn down. There was a story uh, a couple weeks ago. The former executive with the Miami Marlins who negotiated the contract with John Carlos Stanton, uh, and offered him that $325 million contract, said that Stanton said to him, don't offer me that because I'm going to have to take it. He didn't want to stay with the Marlins. And he said, don't offer me that because I can't walk away from $325 million. Well, we already know that Juan Soto walked away from $455 million with the Nationals. Add on another $95 million, according to your offer. Hey, it's tough to say no to that. I mean, especially in a game where you can get hurt any day, you know, you can Tony Canigliero, uh, Tony, I said that wrong. Tony Canigliero uh, took a fastball to the eye and was never the same. You know, there's been uh, baseball is littered with guys who got hurt and their career was never the same. Somebody offers you 500 million. You should probably take it. Panda Crespo says Marinaccio was awful today. I agree. I 100 percent agree. I hardly agree. Jared said Rizzo has a concussion last season and was playing through it when he wasn't looking too good. We talk about that all the time on this channel. Uh, timing is so important to a baseball player, and he failed a number of reaction time tests last year. Played with that injury for way too long, if you ask me. Probably very unsafe. Uh, Bernie Gannon says, this is totally just my opinion, but I think the Yankees should only ever wear the pinstripes at Yankee Stadium or as home team in the All-Star game uh, or select events. The Class A uniform is special. Absolutely. Hey. I hear you. It's a good comment. I'm not going to say that I agree because I, I like the spring training pennies. But, uh, yeah. I, I do like it when the teams you know, wear their actual jerseys during the All-Star game. Uh, I think they, uh, maybe last year, maybe the year before, they started wearing like, uh, you know, American League and National League jerseys, which I don't like. I would much rather have uh, a uh, every every 
player wearing the jersey for their team. Um, anyway, tough day for the Yankees. Let's take a look at the box score here. You see that um, Yankees actually had six hits today. Not very good. LeMayhew 0 for 3, Soto 2 for 3, Judge 0 for 2 with a couple of strikeouts, Rizzo 1 for 2 with a ribby and a walk. And it's not just the hits and the home runs. The fact that he's drawing walks and seeing the ball well, that's what you need, seeing the ball well. Reaction time is more about, it's more than just swinging. It's knowing when not to swing. So good at bats, he, he seems totally healthy. Saw Ben Rice today, Stanton another tough day, Wells 0 for 2, he is 1 for 10 on the spring. Lockridge, one for two. Vivas, over two. He's slowed down after his hot start. Spencer Jones was out there today. He struck out looking a couple of times. Uh, Jeter Downs, over two, but had that nice defensive play. And Luis Torrens, one for one, continues his hot spring. The pitching was a mess after Nestor Cortez. Four innings of good pitching from Nestor Cortez, but after that, the bullpen was just bad. Poteet continues to look good. Two scoreless innings with two hits, allowed three strikeouts. He's one of those guys that Aaron Boone has talked about being a sleeper who could potentially make the team. I like his stuff. Got a good, sharp breaking ball. But uh, anyway, yikes. So uh, I want to see the Yankees continue to uh, stay healthy, have productive at-bats from their their key guys like Juan Soto and so forth, and then I'll feel, I'll feel confident going into the season. But nothing to lose any sleep about losing a game 7-2. to two. Uh, and Aviso Incarnacion says Soto is killing the ball. He is crushing. All right, we're going to keep it short today because I wanted to get to uh, this pitch for my other podcast. I'm putting a QR code on the screen so you guys can, you know, go ahead and make your way over to the channel. But if you like this channel, uh, this other channel is, uh, you know, me and my buddy. Just talking about whatever. Uh, we're going to do 10 episodes for season one. There's four of them out there. Then we're going to take a break and probably do 10 more in the fall. Do like a quick you know, two seasons in a year of you know 20 episodes or so. So we are four in. And uh, he's a pretty good podcaster himself in the technical space. But uh, I think you guys will enjoy this. And then when this is over, uh, the podcast for today will be over. And I will see you next time. Third time we're doing this, dude. Dude, they don't have to know. They do have to know. It's like the first time's perfect. They don't know. Just like they had to know you were late last week. Yeah. And this week, two minutes late. So an improvement. I, you know, I was actually outside one minute after. Okay. And then I texted you, and you were you were actually late because you didn't you weren't waiting for me. All right. At the door. The joys of podcasting. So, I mean, I was telling you last week that one time I did a show on NYY recaps, and the way I deliver my show is I write a monologue during the game that outlines my thoughts on the game, my thoughts of the day, the stories of the day and so forth. takes about eh, 10 minutes. I got to almost the end and just kind of gave a glance at the comments because the next section is I take comments. So I want to line up a couple and all of the chats were your mic is off. We can't hear you. L and there was just like a stream of L L L. I was like, oh geez, oh geez, oh geez. And so uh, I had to start over. So today um, we're recording, and I thought we had twelve minutes of just pure gold. We covered we covered LeBron and Jordan, which we'll get into. It's probably the greatest twelve minutes of podcast ever. Like if I 
had heard that 12 minutes, even if I didn't like sports or know who Michael Jordan was, I would have immediately subscribed. It's actually the missing 12 minutes of water. <laughs> so, yeah. So we got 12 minutes of my mic being unplugged. Uh, and I just happened to notice that when I was talking, the light wasn't coming on. And so we're starting over. So this episode is about sports. We're talking sports in general. Obviously, the people who are listening to this, um, other than my mom and, you know, the the you know, the family members that's who listen it, to this. That's pretty much yeah. it. I think there's a few people who, who migrated over from my, my podcast, NYY Recaps, Yankees podcast, sports podcast. I am not super versed in all the sports. Like, since the, the 80s and 90s, um, I've been watching 162 Yankee games a year. Uh, I, I might miss a couple. Uh, you know, I haven't missed one since 2017. And that doesn't leave a lot of time to be a fan of other sports. So I'm going to rely on you a lot for kind of the uh, the play-by-play on the on the the best of all time. So we'll get to LeBron and Jordan later. But we were talking about William the Refrigerator Perry and how he had an awesome yeah. nickname. Uh, so let, that just gave me an idea. What are the best sports nicknames that you can the think of? The best sports nicknames. Oh, man. Uh, George Gervin had a good one. What's that? He was the Iceman. Ooh, I like that. Like a serial killer. Yeah, but I mean, in the 70s, it was probably like, he's so cold. <laughs> cool as ice. <laughs> cool as ice. Uh, I got one for you. Yeah. The, the big unit, Randy Johnson. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, big Hurt. Uh, the Big Hurt, yeah. Was uh, Frank Thomas. Those were great. Yeah. What, what was was a Panda Bear? Is pa- Sandoval? Pablo Sandoval. Yeah. Yeah. Kung Fu Panda. Kung Fu Panda. That's what, what they was. call him. That's what right. Uh, baseball has a lot of good ones. They uh, do. The Ryan Express. Yeah. Nolan well, Ryan. That was a little. Shoeless Joe Jackson. Yeah. Shoeless Joe Three Jackson. Three Finger Mordecai Brown. Yes. I guess, I, I, I'll give you one guess as to why they called him Three Finger Mordecai Brown. Oh, man. Uh, was, it, was it a girlfriend? <laughs> Obviously, you're not a golfer. 